just let it happen for you Come on down, take a hit after I light it up You know we gon' fly after I light it up to another edition of Indie Wrestling Guide, brought to you by the Mysterious Benefactor. This is your guide to the best and worst in independent wrestling. I am Jay Hawk. I am back with you. Uh, Jay Gold is under the weather and will not be joining us this week. We hope he gets better soon and that he's back next week. But I am joined, as always, by Marky. Hi. And by Charlie Butter. Yo. All right, so how was everybody's week? Big things happened this week, right, Marcy? Oh, oh, I know, I know what you're, you're talking about. Um... So you must be talking about uh, Microsoft stealth dropped this game, Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, it's really sick. It's like if Devil May Cry was a rhythm game. Uh, so far, it's honestly my early contender for game of the year. It's really awesome. Everyone should play it. That's clearly what you're talking about, right? Yeah, exactly. That's uh, I knew you were going to talk all about this game. So and not, not sports or anything else. No. What 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 else would I have done? Oh, you mean? <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Hey everyone. Uh, onlyfans.com slash eGirlFemboy, boy spelled B-O-I, for all our mature 18 and above uh, listeners. You said that you have clips of you doing what you do best, so I'm assuming it's you playing video games barking real loud, so uh, you can find all of those uh, at her uh, OnlyFans. It's and- my, bir- my birthday's coming up. What better birthday gift can you get than subscribe? It's the gift that you also get something out of. Yeah, if you're into watching you play video games and bark, uh, that's, you know. And there may, there may or may not be nudity. It's, it's, a, lot, it's a lot more than that. <laughs> I don't want to just set up false expectations. <laughs> <laughs> no, there'd, there'd be no no false expectations. Oh, my goodness. Um, it's way worse than you think. <laughs> <laughs> now it just sounds really bad that's not it's the opposite of what we wanted to do here <laughs> all right uh, uh jayhawk w- what about you man you weren't here last week uh how's your internet connection this this week oh i once my internet connection came back i went on to tubi looking for anything wrestling related to watch and i watched one of the worst movies i've ever seen in my life it is called grunt the wrestling movie and it's- when did it come out 1985. Oh God! I, I, I'm going to spoil a 40 year old movie. I don't care. And if you if you really want to watch it and be surprised, skip ahead like two minutes. I'm not going to make the review very long. So the movie basically starts out. They're showing a championship match from 1979, and the champion gets his head caught in the ropes in the hangman, like the move Mick Foley lost to Gearin. Yeah. The challenger mad dog runs back and forth off the rope a few times, throws a kick to the head, and the guy's head fly clean off. Yes! <laughs> oh, that's awesome! So is it like a horror movie? No, it's supposed to be a fucking comedy. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. So, so the aftermath of them showing the like a documentary, interviewing fans, and one fan's like, oh, I want a beer in my lap and not a head. And they're like asking the champion manager if he should lose the title because he lost the cat. And he's like, oh, no, he can come back from work than that. And then they fucking act like the athletic commissioner, what they're going to do about the title. And it's like, well, we need to talk about it. We don't want to get a precedent. The dude's head fucking flew off. So they end up fight, so they end up throwing this guy in jail for, for basically killing the dude in the ring. Then he allegedly killed himself by jumping off a bridge. So now we fast forward ahead to 1985. It took such a dark turn. That we fast forward ahead to 1985. There's a Mac Dreckler named The Mac 
who has a similar build and similar style to the guy who killed the champion six years ago. So the whole documentary is based on, is the mask the other guy who killed the champion six years ago? And like right at the start of that, they're interviewing the athletic commissioner again, and they're like, well, it's come to our attention that the champion hack and defendant belt in the six years since he lost his head. So the title's now vacant, and we're going to put it up in a, in a battle royal. And then someone actually asks, well, what about the belt? And they buried it with him. Oh, we'll get back to you on that. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm glad they made such a timely decision on so, that. So I feel like uh, this is like the origin story of the blob from Billy Madison. <laughs> it might be, honestly. It would not shock me if Adam Candler like got that idea from this. It really wouldn't. Uh, that's that's amazing. I, I you actually have turned me from like hearing the name of the, the wrestling movie and saying rolling my eyes and going, "Oh, it's awful." To I kind of sort of need to see this now. <laughs> There's the decapitation. It it, it it is free on Tubi if you if you are so inclined. All right. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I will say it is kind of cool with that. Some of the guys that are wrestlers on there are pro wrestlers and some of them are using their actual wrestling names like a gothic adrian street plague gothic adrian street and an example so adam van didn't call in this week but i think we should call in to add odds and recommend this to them for their homework since adam van's doing wrestling movies for his homework i think oh, they God. need to watch this movie i need to hear joe's post's take on this film Joe had it going to explode if he watches. watches oh my god, it's gonna be so good! Yes, I think we're gonna do that. Let's go ahead. Uh, because I don't have anything to really talk about for my week. I mean, I went to my boss's place to watch the Rumble, and uh, that was fun and all. Um, but we don't really, you know, we don't talk about WWE on this podcast, so let's just talk about what's coming up this weekend on indie wrestling. What's on, what's this, on weekend? this weekend? Okay, now I will say that uh, Fight TV is doing a much better job with their schedule. It looks a lot cleaner. Ooh, maybe we're and getting it, somewhere. <laughs> yeah, maybe we're getting somewhere. And and they're and they've actually got some stuff up here. Uh, one day that inter- one day that interface will happen. <laughs> yeah, they they're they're making some changes here. So uh, Thursday we have at eight p- at eight p.m. Wrestling Revolver Frequent Night at the Mockberry. Uh, they've got a House of Glory show that's in memory of Jay Briscoe on Friday, eight o'clock. That's called the beginning. A uh, couple of big shows on Saturday: IWC with Reloaded 9.0, where they hit the reset button, and of course AIW is Saturday at 7:30 as well. AIW joined the swarm, featuring Paul London. Great matching on that card. Yeah, over on the IWTV kind of thing, they've actually got kind of a late weekend. Uh, they are going to have Newcastle Pro Wrestling number 100 Saturday morning at 4 a.m. Eastern. That's gonna yeah, that's which is going to be like eight o'clock p.m. local time. Like I do love that they're going to some of the foreign shows airing live. West Coast Pro has a show Saturday at ten p.m. Eastern time. DOA Reckoning got a show at, this week as well. So lots of stuff going on this weekend. Can't find independent wrestling to watch. That's your problem. Uh, it's very interesting to watch Fight TV's library grow and IWTV's shrink uh, weekly. Uh, I keep seeing just more and more companies jump on board the Fight Plus train. And uh, even ones that weren't on IWTV are just joining now. Like I know IWC is joining the Fight Plus train. I'm just like, man, uh, AW really uh, started that uh, revolution there. 
like Parad- like Paradigm moved over to Fight Plus, and they've got a weekly series starting. Well, by the time this dropped, it started yesterday. It started Tuesday called Magnum Opus. Yeah, Paradigm, uh, OWA, um, I think Unsanctioned jumped. Good slam on, on Fight Plus now. Yeah, it's uh, Black Label. I mean, every, everybody's jumping. Um, I don't know. Uh, IWTV still got, you know, action and a uh, couple others like that. But it's it's very uh, interesting to watch these things kind of unfold as they do. Yeah, but make sure you support your favorite independent pro- promotion wherever they stream their product. Yeah, buy tickets, buy merch, go to shows. I mean, that's that's the best thing you can do is go to the show. Oh boy! So we have we have listeners in California. Uh, I've been wanting to bring this up for a while, and I keep forgetting. Um, and it's been consistent for over a year now. Um, so I just think that's really cool. So shout out to whoever you are in California listening every week. That's awesome. Thank you. And we do, and we do have some people in California that we are in touch in, in contact with on a kind of regular basis. So we'll try to incorporate more California promotions and more of their guide for future interviews and things like that as well as the month progress here. Also, uh, if you didn't know, we sponsored um, the Enjoy Odyssey uh, the last three episodes that have aired on YouTube for free, so you can check that out whenever. Um, and uh, we're going to review that here at the beginning of March once we finish up our Fresh Meat interview series. So we got couple more weeks of interviews and then uh we'll get back to your regular scheduled uh reviews of things and we'll pepper some more uh random interviews throughout the rest of the year so but uh speaking of interviews i think it's time uh we get this week's guest in here uh he's got some really interesting voicemail calls so i can't wait to hear his stories about that uh and we'll we'll kind of pick his brain about everything else in between so uh, let's get Vic Vice in here. Fresh meat. What's up? What's up? How are you guys doing? Excellent. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, Jayhawk, do you want to lead off tonight or? Yeah. And I guess I'll, I'll, I'll take the Jay gold rule here and. <laughs> Uh, we don't normally like to ask the standard how'd you how'd you get into the wrestling question, but this is one of your first interviews, so a lot of people don't know that. So we're gonna go ahead and ask that question. What got you interested in wrestling? Uh, I don't know. I just always been into it. Uh, I had an uncle that's really been into wrestling, and he got me hooked. Got a bunch of my cousins and my sister hooked. So like, I just grew up around it all the time. I have like constant memories of going over his house to play like all the SmackDown versus Raws. He. Uh, Helped me see my first WrestleMania, which was 26. Like, he took me to indie wrestling shows in the area. So, he, like, always kept that, like, love going for me. Cool. And, and what got you interested in becoming a wrestler yourself? Honestly, I just was not doing anything at the time. Like, I was uh, changing majors in the school, but I wanted to take a little break for a little bit. And I really wasn't doing anything. I always saw, like, the AIW training ads come up, and I just, like, felt like I had to jump on it. What were you going to school for? Uh, I used to be a computer science major. Like I spent a lot of high school doing computer science stuff. Uh, I had some jobs and I just didn't really like it once I got work for it. So I had to switch to more art based and more hands on stuff. And that is one thing I've noticed going through your Twitter. You do uh, share and retweet a lot of stuff from a lot of various artists. Uh, what what sort of art are you are you really into? Um, I consider myself kind of a renaissance man. I just do whatever comes to me. Like. 
Uh, a lot of my roots are in graffiti and street art, like just doing tags and stuff. And that evolved into graphic arts. I've done uh, work on a lot of logos with like small businesses and people. Um, my main thing right now, I feel, is uh, getting in digital watercolors like that one I did for Isaiah Broner versus Suzuki. That's one of my favorite things I've ever done. But also I make uh, rugs on the side. I have a little tufting gun and setup, so I make a lot of uh, just custom rugs for people. So like I have an Astro Boy one that I'm just sitting on for a bit. But yeah, I just like to apply myself to whatever art like piques my interest at the time, honestly. When you would watch wrestling and stuff like that, did you ever backyard? I backyarded in the weirdest way, which was like I started a movement in like middle school <laughs> where uh, we would have... Uh, recess time and at some point we got separated into boys and girls and i don't remember why but that no we got put into different parts of the playground so there was like the normal playground part and then there was a giant field so it would be boys on one side and girls on the other and if you were in the field your only option was to really play football but there was just another part where they would not be playing football and so i don't know what came over me but I just saw my friend standing really close to the wall. And I was like, if I jump off that, I could hook him for a DDT. And then it's just like every recess, like <laughs> clockwork, we were just out there wrestling <laughs> to the point where there were a few times people got hurt and they definitely were like, all right, you guys got to stop this. You guys cannot like, you guys are hurting each other. It's like, all right, all right, we'll stop for a few days. But like the minute they would let us, like it was to the point where we kept doing it so much. That was what ended split lunches. <laughs> like they were just like, we just got to let them mix. It's the only way they'll stop trying to kill each other. Did you have like a nickname or anything like that when you were doing it? Or just you just guys just uh, did shit like moves? I don't know. I bounced around gimmicks a lot when I was younger. I couldn't make up my mind. <laughs> yeah, the, the best the best part about doing the playground wrestling, if you can hit that DDT out of anywhere. Oh, dude. Once I realized how easy it was to run off a wall, I'm like, bro, why don't people do this all the time? This is amazing. Oh, uh, yeah. But I like learned a lot of holes out there. And then I would uh, wrestle with my cousins all the time, too. And a lot of them weren't like into as much as me. So I just knew like a bunch of weird holes <laughs> that nobody knew how to get out of. They would just put you in boss and crabs and stuff. And I'd be like doing neckties in the backyard. So how long did you end up training for um, with, the, with AIW? I think out of the last class, I might be the longest because I started right before the pandemic. So okay. like. I was literally January of 2020. That was when I started like somewhere in the middle, like right before built to last. Cause I think built to last was that weekend or like the next weekend. And I had just started and they were like, you can come if you want, but like, you're gonna have to start showing up at some point. And that was my first show. I like was backstage at and do a student for. So out of all your trainers, who, who did you, who do you think you like connected with the most and kind of like, uh, learn the most from probably Dom honestly dom has the same sort of like uh taste in wrestling a lot of times as me i remember like the first day like we uh the first day i got there at least they used to ask like who's your favorite wrestler and like uh why and i think i said shinsuke and then he was like wwe or new japan shinsuke and i was like uh, new japan shinsuke like bar none and he like uh perked up and like ever since then i would always like talk to him about new japan matches like get tips on what old ROH matches I should be watching, stuff like that. So it's safe to say when you joined um, the AIW Academy that you had an idea of like indie wrestling and stuff like that then? Yeah, I was like pretty familiar. Okay. Um, Was AIW your first indie show or did you go to like anything other 
anything like that was local elsewhere or was AIW your first real indie that you went to? It wasn't my first, but I don't remember the name of the first one I went to. It was a older promotion. Dustin knew what it was when I like quizzed him on it because he knows everything about Cleveland wrestling. But it was a the first indie show I ever went to was in show at the Nautica, and it had like Kevin. Yeah, it had it had Kevin Nash. It had Tito Santana for some reason. Oh, one of the was on it. Yeah, yeah, for one of the Revolution show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was I don't remember what year it was, but that was like the first indie show I ever went to. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I remember they had uh they had TV on uh what was it? Time Ohio. Force Time Ohio, yeah. I remember finding that one time and like losing my mind that there was wrestling in Cleveland like that. Okay, so you joined uh the Academy. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna steal the the Jay Gold here because I ha- kinda have it memorized at this point with all the shit that he says. Uh <laughs> Jay Gold's sick, uh, Vic. That's why he's not here tonight. So shout out again oh. to my favorite Jew with nothing to do, uh, Jay Gold. <laughs> uh, you you end up training through the pandemic. Uh, you find out uh, when did you find out you were going to debut at uh, Fresh Meat? Um, I don't know. It had to be like the start of the summer. Like it feels like around that time, like somewhere in like spring. They uh, pulled the six of us aside. Well, no, they didn't pull us aside. It was actually like in a pretty packed class. They just announced like, hey, these are the people that are debuting. Blank, 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 blank. Named all our names off. Uh, I got that sigh of relief when I was the last one because it was definitely getting into that area where I'd been there long enough where if I wasn't, I would be like, oh, man, I got to reevaluate some things. Yeah. But, yeah, like I found out a few months before and like I found out who – I had a good idea. I was wrestling Riley for a while, so like I planned on like my tactics for a dude his size. And then like, uh, early on, did you did you get to talk with him at all? Like uh, leading up to the day of the show, or did you just wait until the day of the show to to kind of figure out what you're going to do with him? Um, I got to see him a lot before the match. Like he was somebody who came by training like okay. a decent amount, so I was able to like pick his mind a lot, uh, get a good vibe rhythm figure out like what we were going to do. He was a, he's a very good person to work with. I love him. He's, he's got a really good mind and I, it was a very fun match. Like regardless, like out of all the matches I've had now, it's still like a top match for me just because of how much fun I had doing it, Wish I won, but you know, <laughs> things happen. I give him a lot of shit, but, uh, I, I've heard <laughs> nothing but good things about him. So, uh, I guess that's just that way with a lot of people, including Arthur MacArthur. So, uh i mean I, I i sort of sometimes hear good things about him i don't i don't know i don't know i'll bite my tongue on already <laughs> um when when already's not ready wrecking the u-haul after a show or yes yes or losing the keys or whatever else he does <laughs> yeah already <He's>... so <laughs> all right so you're gonna debut in the odeon at fresh meat too uh what was going through your mind before you went out uh don't bomb <laughs> don't don't fuck up that's really all that was going through my head was just don't fuck up like if you fuck up nobody's gonna care especially your family most of them don't watch wrestling as much like there were a few people that like i still watch wrestling with to this day like my friend that i got hooked on wrestling was there and like that uncle i talked about earlier but Mm. it was just not falling short and i feel like i exceeded the expectations i even have for myself like going into it good 
Well, the, the beautiful the beautiful thing is if you fuck up, ninety eight percent of the people in the crowd don't know you fucked up. Yeah, exactly. You just gotta like once you get used to that, you become a better wrestler, like one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean that's that's the key. Like, if you do fuck something up, just act like you didn't fuck up. And most people are gonna be like, they they must have planned it that way. Then okay. And did you have any kind of uh, athletic background before you started training? Like, did you play basketball or football or anything like that in high school or? Uh, no, I was very nerdy in high school. I did like robotics club. Like I literally had a choice one year before doing basketball and doing robotics. And I was like, I get to travel more doing robotics. So I picked that. Cool. Yeah. So I know more recently you've, you've been teaming, um, with Hendrix Hawkins, uh, who did call in and we will get to, to the call-ins in a little bit. Um, you guys hit a move uh, at the um, Kent show. Uh, it was like a zigzag rock bottom. You guys got a name for that yet? Uh, before that, uh, I have to correct you because he will be mad at me if I don't. It's not a zigzag rock bottom. It's okay. a zigzag bookend, according to him. Okay, that's he, fair. He that's loves fair. Booker T, so I got to look that's out for fair. my boy on that. Okay, but okay. We're, we got some ideas for a name. I, not, like, like, I thought it was sweet. It so I oh, mean, yeah. you guys, it, it, and it's it's one of those things. Like usually, you see like people that first start teaming. Like I noticed, like uh, members only. Like for the longest, uh, when they when they first really uh, started wrestling and stuff like that, and I watched them. Like when they'd be hitting certain moves, like you could tell they were still like fresh at hitting them. It felt like, but that came out of nowhere and looked crisp and looked like you guys have been doing it for fucking years. So I props for that. Cause that was, uh, that, that it really impressed me when you guys hit that. So, yeah, we only hit it uh, once before and that was on Bitcoin the last time at a uh, hell on earth. And I still think we would have won that match if I had just noticed Mikey tag him in before that <laughs> happened. But yeah, it was like, we've been holding on to that. We have that and another move that I hope maybe soon people get to see. Sweet, but, sweet. Um, we have ideas for the name. I don't want to say one now okay. and like not consult him and then that be the name of it. But. Right, right, right. Yeah. So TBA for right now. But uh, yeah. yeah, I thought that was really good. All right. So like outside of wrestling, what do you like to do for fun to like just chill out and relax? Uh, I played way too many video games. <laughs> I would like to say other things, obviously draw and all that stuff, but more time should be dedicated to that. But it definitely like I game way too much. I like what type of games you entail. Uh, right now, I just started a deep rock galactic with friends. So like just things I can like sink a ton of time into a lot of JRPGs. I've been playing near. Uh, I always say the word wrong automata like a lot lately. Oh, it's so good. It's one of my favorite games ever. But yeah, other than that, like uh, I also just read comics. Like I love comics so much, uh, manga or American comics. Like I've been keeping up on One Piece lately. That's the main thing I've been reading right now. Not really much else. Are you uh, interested in a One Piece show that's going to be on Netflix? <laughs> I'm I'm not as pessimistic as other people. Uh, I've seen some of the sets they've made, and I'm like, hey, at least it'll look good. So. I, That's what I said about Cowboy Bebop before it came out, and I was partially right. So. so I'm not an anime guy. Like, for some reason, the art style I have a hard time with. Like, I, I grew up on, like, you know, shitty American cartoons. So, like, like the, the anime style is really bizarre to me a lot of the time. I've tried to, like, watch Dragon Ball and stuff like that. But uh, the, the Cowboy Bebop show, like, I really enjoyed, and I'm kind of bummed that it, like, it just didn't 
do what it needed to do but like i was told that like they they're like the what it was like you could watch the one season and it's pretty much what you need from it like they don't really need to expand any further like at least that's what my cousin told me he said like yeah they hinted at a character but they didn't they don't you don't need to really worry about it um so i guess i i do need to go back and kind of finish that because i think i watched like two or three episodes before and then i heard it got canceled i'm like well i'm not gonna waste my time but i did enjoy that show um and i just saw like a poster for the one piece thing so i had to ask about that um yeah i'm excited for it It can still be all right i'm always optimistic about stuff until it disappoints me so i mean uh, my only problem with netflix is that, like we've never canceled a successful show and i'm like that's not true i feel like yeah, there's so many true. so many shows like that they've canceled that just uh, i have no faith in like watching something on netflix anymore like well, i think once like stranger things is done like i'm really just not gonna pay attention to what they offer anymore it's just not worth it but they also just don't promote either. Uh, yeah, yeah, like some stuff they do, some they don't. It's like the weird stuff they do, they expect to do really big and it doesn't. Like stuff that like deserves to like be promoted. It just they let it flounder. It's weird. Um so going back to like video games, what system do you play on? PC. PC, okay. Um, I know a lot of indie wrestlers are all about getting like a Steam Deck and stuff like that. Do you have a Steam Deck or is that something you eventually want to get? Are you just gonna nah. stick with like a, a main PC? Nah, I mean I don't hate the idea of a Steam Deck. I would just rather get a laptop because I can do other stuff on it. But I don't hate the idea of it. I just have so much other stuff to do when I'm like on the go. Like I could draw or read or okay. play my Switch. Like I don't. It's another thing that I'd buy that I'd waste. So I'd rather <laughs> not. So are you in charge of doing the um, gear design since you're an artist? Are you in charge of doing the gear design for your tag team now? Coming yeah, up with the, I've the- got some stuff. I've got a lot of stuff I should finish, but <laughs> I have some <laughs> ideas that we started on that like uh, I definitely see. It's just a matter of which one we pick for our, like first set set. But right now, it's just two sets of gear that we have that was pretty close to <laughs> being the same color. So Right on. Um I know when you originally debuted, like I didn't get to see your promo. So I missed out on understanding what your character was when you first debuted on fresh meat. And I think we talked about that on wrestling cheers. Cause I didn't know. And, and uh, Justin had to fill me in on that. Um, do you think uh, that character can evolve further or now that you're in your tag team, do you feel like that's going to change your, that character at all? Um being that you're in a team with like the highest and flyest and like uh that kind of deal or do you think it's going to be do you think it's going to change like what your idea for your gimmick was or i mean the idea was just kind of open-ended to begin with so it should kind of like be able to move and flow to where i need it to it's just i'm an artist and the reason i've come to aiw is to make art like that's the basis of it all it has to do is change the the style of art i want to make or the person i want to make it with but i think like the main thing a wrestler should be is adaptable like Mm -hmm. you have to be able to like take whatever spot you're on and like whatever story you're given and like make something out of it like you can't just you can't just say it doesn't work for you and give up because at that point you shouldn't be a wrestler Mm -hmm. so the thing with you having that attitude you're literally working on a canvas so yeah yeah <laughs> so you mentioned uh wrestlemania was it 26 or 27 26. Your, 26 okay so who is your favorite wrestler that's a question that changes every day <laughs> okay so you said shinsuke when you when you started at the uh, at the academy 
um who who was it when you were younger though like was it when i was younger it was definitely ray mysterio or uh shelton eddie like kofi those types of guys like very athletic like for everybody yeah yeah no for everybody i mentioned like very athletic very colorful like shelton's gear like my perfect wrestler is like 2006 shelton benjamin like with the open button up the bikers sunglasses like that's the dude that is what every wrestler should be like but that's definitely what it was when i was younger and like as i got older like uh finding japanese wrestling like finding king of strong style shinsuke definitely like changed something in my head like that's a whole different beast compared to a lot of other wrestlers like he just has so much confidence so much like poise and like all of his actions look deliberate like i just fell in love with the first time i saw him so with shinsuke um i actually had this discussion with uh, a couple of friends over the weekend while we watched the rumble about his his raw rumble win and then his match at mania against aj were you as disappointed as we all were that the, how that oh yeah dude and <laughs> outcome was like oh my I, god oh, i hated it i was like you know they're gonna give us aj and shinsuke like a wwe title match and it's gonna be like if they could just replicate what they did in new japan like two years prior it's gonna be like the craziest wrestling match for wwe to have in so long and they gave us a bunch of low blows and they're really stupid fucking low blow feud. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you a story and I want you to keep that disappointed feeling in your head right now. Cause I want you to imagine that disappointment of watching it. Like while you're comfortable, like in your home or at somebody else's home, I was coming back from PAX watching it in a car that didn't have enough seats. So I opted to sit on people's bags in the trunk because at least I could lay out. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> at one point, the cops had come like they uh, pulled us over on the side of the highway and we didn't want to discuss a person being in the trunk. So I like was hiding under bags, watching that <laughs> WrestleMania <laughs> angry, just <laughs> upset. Like I was, Ooh, and you couldn't do uh, anything was, about it. That's the worst right there. You can't even like, yell, like, I can't do anything. <laughs> like uh, it was the middle of the night coming back from Boston. Like I, I have a lot of feelings about that mania because how I watched it. But, uh. All right. All right. Marcy, ask some more questions, please. Uh, yeah, since you actually just mentioned being like hitting out like packs and stuff like that. Are you a big convention person? Do you have like any favorites you like to go to? Um, I'm not a big convention person, but I go like every so often. Uh, my favorite is like the first convention I ever went to. It's a board game convention in Columbus. It's uh origins. Like it's just a lot of board games, a lot of, uh, warhammer and tabletop like there's magic tournaments and uh pokemon tournaments i just like i don't know board games are just something you don't see a lot of like you have to actively go out and look for it and just having that time of year where you can just go is like kind of nice get updated on all the new stuff okay so what draws you to a particular convention you go on occasion so what what's the draw for you to go to one uh honestly if i just haven't been to one in a while it just has to be something that would like make me want to buy a ticket so like like I said, like it has for board games, it has to be like I haven't seen any board games in a while. For packs, it was just more like I'd never gone to a pack, so I just wanted to go to one. Um, people I can meet there, like signings I can see, like it just all depends on what's there for me. I have to like I don't know, I have to like be pushed to do it. Has there ever been any thought of like, use, like using it as a platform for your art? 
Yeah, it's I've thought about it, but I have to like make enough stuff for that. Uh right now I usually just sell stuff like around the city in the summer, like at all the uh pop ups and fairs that happen. Like I'll go to those. But like you kind of need to like be more set in your ways for like months in advance for those type of uh, shows. It's a lot more of a different process. What type of music are you into? Honestly, anything. Like I've been uh, listening like, to a lot more drum and bass lately, like just Pink Panthers and stuff like that. But uh, definitely have my like roots in rap and R and B. Uh, I love rock, like Rage Against the Machine and In Living Color and all that. Whose idea was it to use uh, Toby Duigwe for your yeah, uh, your tag team entrance? Because I fucking love him, and I just discovered him like middle of last year through TikTok, and uh, I've been like sharing stuff with uh, from him to uh, Isaiah Broner, and he's been like getting into him too. Uh, it was Hendrix just went and like got a list of names. He just got like a bunch of music, like. We went through it all, and, like, that was the one that stuck out the most. I, I used to listen to Toby, or, well, I never really listened to him a lot, but I remember when that song came out, and mm-hmm. I bumped it a lot. So just, like, hearing it and, like, how hype I immediately got from listening to it, I'm like, oh, that's perfect. Right on. We act like one to everybody. What's your favorite movie? Ooh. Ooh. That's tough. Ooh, we dumped him. I like this. <laughs> well, it's like, I don't watch movies that much anymore, so I'm like, what is my favorite movie? Um, Ouch. I don't know. We, we broke him. Love. I'm sorry, everybody. I didn't mean to break him, guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> but Doctor Strange Love, that'll probably be it. Ooh, nice. That's not one I expected to hear anybody on this show, okay, quite honestly. I don't know. It's just whenever I see the ending, it's just like the doctor stands up. I can finally... Wa- Bomb goes off. I, like, lose it every time. <laughs> uh, who is your uh, car ride uh, that you, like, if you're going to, like, a show, like, say you're going to Pittsburgh or whatever, who are you riding with? Uh... If I can't pick my partner, I would have to say members, members only, and probably Porter. They okay. they keep me laughing the whole way, whether I want to or not. <laughs> Porter's a good he's dude. A uh, he, oh yeah, uh, he's he's a homie. Yeah, he he really when he first uh, started in AIW, he really like reached out and uh, stuff like that. So it was really cool to to get to connect with him and like I haven't really got to see him too much the last couple of shows. Like I've seen him around, but I didn't get to stop and talk to him. So I gotta I gotta maybe if I see him Saturday, stop him and talk to him. Yeah, he's definitely got a very big heart. He's gonna hate that I put him over, but I don't care. I love Porter. Mm-hmm. He's a homie. All right. Well if we don't have any more questions, uh, I think we can get into voicemails and oh, uh boy. so we got we got a couple couple voicemails, some some interesting stuff. So I'm not sure who this is, but they they called from Vegas to, to leave a message for you. So maybe you know who it is. Hey, uh, just leaving a message for when Vic is on the show. And um, just want to say, hey, Vic, it's uh, Steve from Vegas. Um, you know, known each other a long time. I know you've been putting in that work. And I just want to say I'm proud of you, man. You know, you've been, you've been a fan. And now you're a professional. And you, you're really out here, man. You really are. So it's, it's been a pleasure knowing you all these years. And it's great to finally see you out here making moves in this sort of industry so just gotta say proud of you love you brother and then uh, let me know when you're coming to vegas have a good one yeah i know who that is that's somebody i used to like game with and watch like wrestlemanias with and a bunch of other stuff that i've like known for years 
That's good to hear from him. I haven't actually talked to him in a minute. That made me, I'm definitely calling him after this is over. All right, cool. Uh, and uh, up next, uh, your tag team partner, Hendrix Hawkins. Um, I thought I had my partner on this week, so I definitely had to call for my partner. So, Vic Vice, I've been, been debating in my head to myself. I ain't brought this to your, to your attention at all. But who do you think our first win will come against? That's my only question. That's all I got for you. That and am I the best tag team partner in the world or not? But we all know the answer to that one. So, yeah. Oh, I can answer <laughs> that second one very easily. Like, it's him. It, of course it is. I mean, unless you talk about me, I think I'm a better partner, but, you know. But, <laughs> but no, like, that's a question I have been wondering. I mean, I'm definitely mad I didn't. Uh, I'm going to put this out there right now. Don't think I haven't noticed if y'all haven't noticed. I'm the only student that hasn't win. Uh, at all since debuting, I've definitely taken note of that. And uh, if you didn't notice at the show, I held that aggression coming into this year. I'm not le- – I don't care how long it takes. We are getting that win sooner or later. <laughs> Whoever right. we catch slipping, that's the answer. Right on. Uh, all right. Uh, up next is one of your trainers, Derek oh, Dillinger. No. <laughs> this is Derek Dillinger calling in to leave a message for AIW graduate Vic Vice. So, Vic, I don't know if you've gotten into this, um, but I do think you should probably indulge the listening crowd um, as to why Tammy Finch does not like you. All right. um, Thank you. Um, Love the show. Listening a long time. I don't know what the saying is. Uh, Whatever. Tell the story. Make everyone laugh. Bye. Okay, now I've met I've met Tammy. I've had good experiences with Tammy. It sounds like you didn't. I need to hear the story. I I was fine. I'm not bothered. But <laughs> uh, so I remembers the like show that she was on. It was Sunny Days, obviously. But mm-hmm. we had uh, Terry on before Terry Runnels. Yes. Uh, I don't remember if it was like one show before, like two shows before. But for before. some reason, whoever was supposed to drive, uh them that day had to pull out and i was put in last second on both of them i believe and so i had to drive both and at one point i get their names mixed up because i drove them both and on show days i'm just tired like i'm chugging monsters to stay awake because i don't know just like watching other people stress backstage makes me tired so yeah while i'm driving her i 100 call her terry and it makes her very upset. She does not let it go for the rest of the day, even when I have to drive her back. So, yeah, that's why Tammy Sitch does not like me. <laughs> uh, uh, well, if it makes you feel any better, I don't think she's getting out of jail anytime soon. So she yeah, can't really so she hold can on keep that me. So. That's her alias now. That's her jailhouse alias. <laughs> All right. Uh, up next is observational banter, and I'm going to edit uh, that he said his name in this uh, in this voicemail because he is just observational banter. Yeah, banter. Uh, hey, this is from the podcast Observational Banter, and uh, just want to say, Vic Vice, thank you so much for just all the advice and help you've given me at the academy. I really do appreciate it. And I have a question uh, specifically for you, if you guys on the show want to answer as well, but specifically for Big Vice. If WCW could hire the Nature Boy number two, Rick Flair, why couldn't they hire the original Nature Boy number one, Buddy Rogers? Now, I know Buddy Rogers is dead, God rest his soul. But yeah, just adding in my opinion, my opinion 
in my opinion, how will this affect Dick the Cock Johnson's legacy? I'll hang up and listen now. Oh, uh, well, I'm gonna need to like just save that soundbite. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. So this sounds like multiple inside jokes. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, referencing, uh, he's referencing, uh, I guess, your competition in the Deadlock podcast, which we're both listeners of. And he just crammed in every inside joke he could possibly think. Uh, oh, boy. But he does need to work on his Scott Steiner impression because I don't know if you've heard that specific Scott Steiner promo, but it's one of the best ones ever. The one where he just shoots on <laughs> Ric Flair. Oh, I've heard it. <laughs> Yeah, he just, you know, he gets to the end of his part. He's supposed to pass the mic, and he's in the pimp suit. And then, you know, he just breaks in the style. You know! Yeah, I, uh, I, I will say it would not have shocked me if, yeah, you know, if WKW would have tried to hire Dead Buddy Roger. That that that, that company was all, all kinds of messed up in the office. But. WCW was great. Never made any mistakes. <laughs> Never, <laughs> not even in the 2000s. The 2000s were great. Everybody's wrong. I've watched it. I've watched it far away from living in it, so I think it's great and rad. <laughs> and our final caller of the week, uh, the one and only the other JB. Hello, Indie Wrestling Guide. It is the other JB here. Um, so you've got Vic Vice in the studio today. Um, as um, he's made aware, he's a, he's an artist, and I've seen some of his work, and it looks really good. I'm looking forward to sometime uh, picking up a piece from him or get one commissioned. Um, but any, aside from that, I'm curious what, um, uh, one of his, uh, his favorite albums are, um, in the rest of the IW guide. Um, some of my favorites are Marvin Gaye's, um, What's Going On, um, Nas's Illmatic, and, um, The Beach Boys Pet Sounds. So I'm curious what, uh, everyone's thoughts are, um, on the subject. Anyways, I'll see y'all when I see y'all. Mm. Oh, Vic, I have, have you go ahead and answer that first favorite album? Uh, I don't know. I've, I've had to think about this a lot lately because I just showed one to my friend that I forgot I love, but I'll give like kind of three just to cheat. But <laughs> I'd have to say probably Wolf by Tyler the Creator, like probably my favorite album of his. Uh, Seeing Sounds by Nerd, Pharrell's group. Uh, I grew up on that album. I played it to death like uh, once I got the CD for it. Um, and. <laughs> I forgot the third one, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. No, I found it. Uh, I actually have the vinyl for it somewhere if I wanted to look for it. But it is uh, the Gorilla's Plastic Beach. It's somewhere in here. I don't know. But yeah, the Gorilla's Plastic Beach. That might be number one. Now that I said them all out loud, but I don't know. So number one for me is Nirvana, Nevermind. Um, I honestly don't think there's a bad song on that album. Uh, then I'd probably have to go with the Slim Shady LP just because that's like a pivotal point in like me listening to music and probably Limp Biscuit $3 bill y'all was another one that was a very pivotal album for me and like discovering like music I liked that wasn't what my parents listened to. So that'd be my three. Jayhawk, you got anything? Most of the albums I ended up ended up buying were greatest hits albums, but I like the best, the the best, the best. Uh, if I had to go with stuff that wasn't greatest hits albums, uh, Garth Brooks, No Fences, that's got Thunder Rolls, Friends Can Look Play on it, that's a really good one. Uh, Pink Floyd, Momentary Lapkarican, got Learning to Fly, Dog of War on that one, so that one's really good. It'll probably be my top two. Marcy, are you looking up yours? No, no, I, was, I just thought 
all going on, but it's it's fine. You 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 um, looked like you were very intense in search, trying to find something. I was thinking deep about it because, like, I my pat like pat I was trying to think like past stuff that I really like vibe with, but I've kind of like fallen out with a lot of stuff. So like for me, like a big album that like helped like especially when I started transitioning was uh, Laura Less's Hello Kitty Skates the Fucking Cemetery, <laughs> which is this fucking madness of a soundscape it's like low i guess the best way to describe it is lo-fi graveyard music and as for someone coming out like that album just spoke to me like so heavy so raw um and like i love everything laura less says i'm a big hundred gex fan a thousand gex would probably be on my top three as well and then to go back to like something like really old like uh, i'm trying to think like something like back because like i was a big hardcore kid growing up so something like by bane like one of their albums um i go with the note that was like my one of my pivotal like high school hardcore albums. Right on. All right. Well, thank you to all our callers. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, it's always great having Derek call in and uh, uh, making him tell the guests to, to tell us stories. So, because uh, that's just something nobody else would. You never hear that story outside of like if you didn't live it. So I feel like that's that's always a fun thing. Um, the the fun story between. Sam Holloway and observational banter was told on our first <laughs> hard to top. Uh, uh, yours yeah. is definitely up there. Um, but yeah, that one is going to be a hard one to top. Uh, he is, I think he's still leading um, our, our charts with like being like the top downloaded episode of our interview series, but I, yeah. he's also been out the know. longest. So I don't know. The only other, I don't know. Smoking with Godfather isn't really a story and like, I don't know. I I hung out with Bandito. That was like about it. <laughs> like the only thing a note from that was he didn't know you had to show your ID at like pharmacies <laughs> for drugs. <laughs> he was shocked by that. That was funny, but that's about it. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, just even like fan stories. Like the, if you go to an AIW show, like they're known for like their after parties and like wrestlers are very accessible post show, um, especially in like Akron at the uh the, the post show parking lot uh get togethers and meetups and stuff so it's always been fun like getting to catch up with people there and uh having a few words with everybody there so uh if you're in ohio and you can make it to an aiw show you should absolutely do that because uh it's a blast in the parking lot and at the show itself so i don't know if there's gonna be a parking lot meetup this week it's pretty cold so yeah that's true um definitely i don't know i we're all crazy so we might still probably meet up for a little bit before the, the show goes on uh, okay, yeah, our, people- our normal group will be out there for sure i can guarantee our group for, yeah for at least a little bit uh, i'm 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 not into the cold anymore i'm getting older i'm just I'm done with that I'll, I'll hang out for like 10 minutes i start getting cold i'm going inside and just chilling somewhere until the show starts um so you're not on the card this uh, this coming uh, Saturday. Uh, At least back of the recording. As Nothing. of this recording, uh, do you yeah, right now? Nope. Do you think you will be on the um, Youngstown uh, show? I have a feeling you. Man, I, I hope so. That's a cool venue. I just want to wrestle there more than anything else. Like it's like if you don't the, for people listening, if you don't know, it's like a combination venue. It's like a music venue a bowling alley like a ton of other stuff yeah it's called west side bowl it's in youngstown ohio uh you'll be in my neck of the woods because i'm i'm from down this way uh right before that during the day is toy ohio toy show uh so we'll have like dan housen's gonna be there uh colt cabana space monkey uh 
all ego ethan page is gonna be there uh who else am i forgetting the bunny is gonna be there um so i'm definitely gonna get a picture with her and i may or may not accidentally call her terry see how that goes (laughs) Uh, (laughs) might just be really confused Uh, probably probably and you're another weird guy at a convention (laughs) nothing nothing to note yeah, and I look like a weird guy, so it definitely would, would not probably face her at all. So she'd just be like, oh, these weird fucking people. All uh, right, give me 20, go. <laughs> uh, but I, I'll be I'll be there running the uh, the, the meet and greet lines, so that's that's uh, what I get to do with those. So I don't know if I'm running Dan Housen's uh, line with his wife or if I'm running the other line with all the other guests, so we'll find out. I'll probably be doing both like I did at the last one uh, when we had Gargano there. Uh, I, I like had two people set up on his and then I just ran back and forth between the two lines. Uh, so that was fun, but, uh, you like conventions. Uh, I don't know if you collect toys. I'm I'm sure they might have some anime stuff there. Uh, you should come check that out beforehand. It's always a good time. I've been trying to get all the, uh, AIW wrestlers and students out to it, uh, since you're going to be in the area anyway to come hang out and, uh, check shit out. So if you're out this way, you should check that out. Uh, before we let you go, Vic, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, no, nah, you can just follow me on my Insta and Twitter, uh, both the same thing at underscore Vic Vice, V I K V I C E. Don't forget the K, all caps when you spell it. Uh, yeah, and just check me out. Check out me and Hawkins. Check out HDV2 wherever we pop up. We're hopefully going to be popping up a lot more on the Indies. You'll hopefully catch us around a lot more. Right on. All right, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And uh, I'll definitely uh, probably be running into you Saturday, so I'll see you Saturday. Yeah, no. <laughs> My ticket support. Yes. All right. Uh, another one in the books. Uh, I, I definitely enjoy that interview quite a bit. Yeah, I, I love the fact that all these students have a lot of different interests. So we get we get our football players and things like that, but we we have a, we, we get talk art and manga and things like that with with Vic Vice. We haven't been able to do that with anybody else yet. So I like we're getting those varied interest with everybody yeah and he was in robotics club that's awesome that yeah my school didn't have anything cool like that so like to hear I, like other schools do that's so i'm kind of jealous like you have I killed to be in the robotics club right fuck i might have actually applied myself in school if we had something like that <laughs> <laughs> so just be a c student all right uh well that's it for this week uh let's get our plugs in and let's go home you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at eGirlFanboy, boy spelled B-O-I. So you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash eGirlFanboy. For all our mature 18 and above listeners, find me on OnlyFans, eGirlFanboy. Listen to my other podcast, X-Over. Uh, we just recorded an episode for the movie Mac and Me. That was a fucking abomination. Listen to that one that dropped. <laughs> that wheelchair scene's in like the first third of the movie. I've, that's the only thing I've seen from that film solely because of uh, all right on Conan. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that alien's a little asshole. I hate him, but listen to it when it drops. I feel like you should have held out to do that episode until you kind of could have gotten Paul Rudd on it. Be, you know, he would fucking do it. <laughs> anyway, you can find me on Twitter at ref Jayhawk, Instagram at Jayhawk one, five, three, nine, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ref Jayhawk. Uh, really all I got coming up. I don't have any shows coming up for a few weeks. So. All right. You can find us uh, on Twitter at IWGuide1. And uh, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to us. And don't forget about our merch store over at BrainBusterTees.com. 
Uh, you can wear the other three hosts of this show on your body, but you cannot wear me on your body because I did not pay to get the art updated with my face on it. So sorry about that. Uh, and check out our other podcast friends at odds with wrestling, the super fantastic podcast. The card is going to change the a show wrestling cheers. Of course, you can always listen to X over with Marcy and uh, my other podcast. If you catch my grift, it's not even mine. I just uh, produce it. Uh, and our other friends, the official graphic designer of IW guide, JCP designs, who has done all kinds of awesome artwork. If you need graphics done, check out JCP designs. I cannot put him over enough. Uh, his, his resume speaks for itself. If you've seen any of the art that he did last year for wrestlers, it's a who's who of uh, wrestlers from AEW, uh, and beyond. And, uh, he just kills it every single time. Yeah, even his like non wrestling stuff's fantastic, and he has yes. a store for all that as well. You should. I just picked up that King of Fighters Waffle House shirt. I'm excited to get it. Yes. Uh, also, check out pwponderings.com. I don't know if they're still around. Uh, I still harass uh, one of their uh, workers, and me and him have an internal blood feud um, that hopefully will end this September when I go to New York and kill him uh, for for the you know last time because it's like Highlander. I'm going um, to pretend I did not hear that because I do not want to be in a country to murder. Uh, allegedly. How about that? Um, can I allegedly a threat? Uh, time capsule toys. Of course, we mentioned it earlier. Toy Ohio, February 11th in Gerard, Ohio uh, is Toy Ohio. Like I mentioned before, all the guests on the car, Dan Housen and his wife doing a first ever dual signing. You got all ego Ethan page from AEW, the bunny from AEW. Uh, if you watch Ethan Page's uh, toy vlog, Charlie's going to be there. Uh, Space Monkey, Colt Cabana is going to be there. Uh, it's a who's who of wrestlers. Uh, also check out Rubber City Toys. Um, they make some really awesome, unique uh, wrestling toys. Big Starks brand, Set Tab Photo, and Smokin' Jay's Barbecue, the best barbecue in Ohio. And I haven't had any in quite some time. Thank God Toy Hio is coming up and I will be stuffing my face with his barbecue. Uh, love you, Brock. I'm sure you're listening to this. You listen every week, right? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Charlie underscore butters. been talking for a really long goddamn time. Um, that's all I got. Uh, I guess I'm going to do the quote of the week. And uh, so I will just say, once said by the late great Bobby the Brain Heenan, you don't have to yell at me, Shivani. I'm not blind. Watch some independent one. wrestling, everyone. Love you all. Talk to you next week. Later. Bye. Come on down. If you don't, then I'm going to have to show you. Don't overthink it. Let it go. Just let it happen for you. Come on down. Take a hit after I light it up. You know we going to fly after I light it up. I get down in the morning, yeah, I light it up What's up? Yeah, you know the boy blazing, man Know this feeling so amazing, man Know the haters don't phase him, man We're still vibing It's just me and the homies and we vibing 